Hi, this is Deshaun with Doors Open Connect Podcast, and this is my co-host, Rick Haas, and thank you for listening. We look forward to bringing you a lot of value in this week's episode, so let's get into the meat and potatoes. Let's dive into it, Rick. So, Deshaun, it's, uh, we're living in crazy times right now. It's pretty much like a state of an emergency. Cities and, and half part, part of the country is on lockdown. Um, real crazy time to be a real estate agent, to really be working any job outside, period. You know, it's, it is really challenging and it's tough. Uh, some of the stories you hear are, are disheartening, but um, you know, I'm tired of the, uh, you know, the negativity. I want to bring some positivity in this week's episode. We really want to, uh, you know, share some stories that will uplift people, keep people, um, you know, giving them some sign of, sign of hope. Uh, there's light at the end of the tunnel, and um, we just all have to work together um, to get through this. Yeah, and even... Even locally for us, um, we've been having commissioner meetings, and the title in real estate is one of the big topics, and they're trying to consider us if we're essential or not. Yeah, we're, we're absolutely an essential business. People need housing. Um, and there's all kinds of things, as they, uh, the commission kind of pointed out, like with the, where if you stop one service, like the title and, and escrow companies, then the other companies, certain things start to fall apart in the, in the link and all, all the way to the bank and loan process to deals um, that, uh, you know, you can't keep extending. It's, it's, like, it's like you said, real estate is a, a very important part of our economy and people need houses. People, yeah. It doesn't matter if there's a virus or not. People need a place to live. And I feel like even more than ever, people need a place to live. They need a place to, to hunker down through this whole virus. Right. And how do you stop? How do you do damage control when you, you take? You know, if you if you ban, you know, you stay at home for the escrow and title companies, uh, realtors. Um, how do you, you know, there's, it would be a catastrophe. Um, Luckily, most of the work we do is through computer online, so I don't see it being something that they should shut down. Right, uh, absolutely not. We we can keep this going, and we've we have moved pretty much the whole portion of things to uh, um, online, and and we have a lot of capabilities and apps and. Um, you know, platforms where we can keep business kind of moving along here, Absolutely. even though it's a, it's a struggle um, and it's challenging. Um, there's going to be new innovation coming out of this, of, of course, but uh, uh, we got to keep it, we got to keep it going. We got to stay positive. We got to be yeah. hopeful and, and we got to move on. And we got, we got noticed too, um, at least down here by us in Florida, that open houses are, are put on hold. Um, so we can't really do open houses anymore uh, for the time being, but there's other features on our app that we can also talk about today that can yeah. help you out. Yeah, absolutely. If you need if you need any help, um, you're stuck at home, you, you're stuck with the kids, but you have deals that still need attention, uh, you, you definitely could potentially hire or, or enlist um, the help of other realtors and professional services um, through, our, through our platform. And that's, you know, we, we're just trying to bring people together in collaboration and to work together. Um, to help alleviate some of this, um, you know, some of this pressure uh, that's on, uh, upon a busy agent that's stuck at home or, um, you know, in fear for safety of, of their family members. They don't want to be out in and, and, and crowds, but there's other agents out there. Um, maybe they're a little younger, healthier, uh, you know, using the good practices uh, that the uh, CDC has um, impressed upon us, you know, following instructions. Um, and they can go and open a door or sit there for you, um, keep their distance and, and thing like that, things like that. They can move signs around, whatever um, you need help with. You can essentially do that through our platform. And to talk a little bit, um, to touch on open houses, it, for me personally, um, guys, don't give up on open houses that you've done two, three, four months ago. You know, use this time to contact those people and say, hey, you know, I'm still thinking of you. Um, even if you're still, if you're working with a realtor or if they're not, you know, just make sure that you let them know that you're still here, you're still breathing, you're still alive. Um, and to talk about one of mine, about three months ago, I did an open house. It was at the beginning of the year. I did an open house to DOC, and um, the people told me that they had a realtor, but you know, I still, I still, in my opinion, did a good job showing them property. And I told them, you know, if you have any questions, let me know. And fast forward in time. Um, which was about, I would say, about three, three, about a month ago, actually. They contacted me and said, hey, our realtor can't show us any properties, and we were wondering if you could show us properties. So, you guys, just make sure, you know, you, you stay up with contacting people that have come through your open houses. You never, you never know what's going to happen. And, you know, just to, to add to that, I've got some great news regarding an open house. Um, 
coming up here a little bit later. But uh, um, yes, you definitely want to be following up. Uh, it's all about touches. It's all about uh, rapport. And you know, even though you, you can't be doing open houses right this second, if you have leads from uh, past open houses, you, as Rick says, you definitely want to. And set yourself up too, so that way when this coronavirus does go away, you're ready to hit open houses hard again. You're, you're already on top of who you need to contact and pick right back up where you left off. Yeah, staying safe and following good practice, of course. Obviously, everybody will be walking around with Clorox wipes now. <laughs> so we... It's going to make us all cleaner people in the end, really. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you guys just make sure, you know, you're, you're staying home and staying safe if, if you can. Um, I understand, you know, not a lot of jobs are through your company or online, but if you can stay home, stay safe, let's beat this thing as quick as possible so everybody can get back to work. Absolutely. So let's dive in. I got some positive news just to follow up on your, your past open house um, experience. Uh, we had a three for one, actually, an agent from Marzuko Real Estate who hosted an open house through DOC that an agent from uh, Pinnacle Realty in Treviso Bay posted for a condo that had been sitting for almost a year submitting an offer, and it has been accepted. Um, even in the middle of this COVID-19 mess, uh, he was still able to stay on top of his buyers and, and follow up with them from the open house and uh, get the deal. Well, it's not done yet, <laughs> you know. But the deal gets even, it, get, it gets even sweeter. Um, a DLC open house host who, who has been sitting homes in Treviso Bay, who is a mortgage loan originator, is assisting in the loan process for the buyers. So essentially what we did is we helped the uh, listing agent. Um, we, we, we got that home sat uh, organically through, um, through an agent, through our platform uh, from another brokerage. And now he's got a deal and within his brokerage, the, the loan originator, who has also been helping out with open houses, uh, has got a deal. Um, you know, knock, knock on wood, you know, in real estate, the deal's never done until we cross the finish line and uh, you get the check in the hand that says close. But um, this is all positive news, and, and we did that in just under, just under two months. So pretty excited about that. We have some other ones in the works as well. And that's, that's, that's awesome, though. You, we have two DOC agents two separate agents that have hosted doc open houses and now both of them are working on one is one is the mlo and the other one was the agent that was sitting in the houses and now they're both working on it to get this deal done who knows um i mean i'm sure we can go look at it how long that house was up on the market but just the fact that th right through the app we got we got it shown the exposure for the listing agent and found the buyers through it through an open house through the app that an agent did and then the mlo which is also a DOC host, is helping out with the whole process. I would say that's a that's a victory. We we're helping everybody out here. It was a little better. It turned out better. It was almost uh almost like a unicorn. Um, you know, I'm just I'm really happy for all the agents involved, and uh, that's that's just a you know I know that's just a start of the things that we're gonna be able to do for people. Um, how good did you sleep after? The agent contacted you, let you know that he's under contract because of a DOC open house. Well, it was great because it was, uh, you know, you're we're helping people, you know. Yeah. And, and again, the platform is uh, free, so I highly suggest people download it and, and be ready to go, especially when um, when we get back into the swing of things here, Absolutely. because these open houses, as we we've said many times, they work, um, especially if if you go in there with the right mind frame and mindset, and you you know you're persistent. Um, you've trained yourself um, or come to us with, with, for some training, uh, and, you know, you're positive. And, you know, lo and behold, that becomes a positive experience. All right, next exciting thing. Here to join us today is our special guest, Jess Morris with Marzuko Real Estate here in Naples. She, is curr she currently has 18 listed, but, uh, listings, but I think she just corrected me earlier. Um, but that was as of uh, a couple days ago. So closed over 52 di 52 deals uh, since she started in real estate and has closed over three, three uh, million in just under three months in 2020. She's recognized by her negotiation and marketing skills and experience. Uh, Jess has also been a strong advocate and a big supporter of DOC since our launch early this year, posting over 12 open houses with millions in hosted listing opportunities for other agents to take advantage of. Many are, are now working with buyers and sellers. So huge thank you, Jess. And welcome to the Doors Open Connect podcast. Thank you for joining us. Oh, 
thanks, guys, for having me. I was super excited when I got invited. <laughs> if you don't mind, tell us a little bit about your background and what interested you to pursue a career in real estate. So first off, I just want to say how proud I am of you guys um, and DOC. Deshaun came to me when you first had this idea and um, what you've made of it. I'm super, super proud of you. Thank you. Um, yeah, and then also I say y'all a lot, so I'm sorry in advance, guys. <laughs> That's okay. I say, I say y'all all the time. <laughs> okay, I, I great. Got, just, just accept it. We're Southerners. Of course. Just accept it. Yes. So on that note, um, I am a seventh-generation Floridian. I actually was born and raised in Naples, um, so I am native to this area. Um, let's see. I first got interested in real estate at a super young age. My dad was in the mining and rock quarry business and he had one mine that I absolutely loved it was 500 acres and I was super jealous that he had all this and I wanted to um, I wanted to own land myself so my parents actually had me in 4-H which is a um, organization that teaches um, like uh, farmers and kind of teaches you responsibility and agriculture and it was great because I raised and showed hogs or swine and um, every year I would sell one and then take that money and save it and then um, at the age of 12 I actually bought my first piece of property and um, yeah so I started at 12 and then um, when I finally got my license it was because I had been sick. Um, I had some medical issues for a couple of years, and I said, you know what? Might as well get my license because I love it so much. And um, yeah, so I got my license, and I've had my license for almost three years now. That's awesome. I got a, I got a quick question I, I want to chime in there. When you were 12 and you bought your first <laughs> property, what did your friends say? You're walking around saying, at a as a 12-year-old, hey, I bought, I bought a piece of property. At 12 years old, I wasn't thinking about buying that a property. That is pretty amazing. Right. I, I don't remember telling my <laughs> friends. I don't know. So. I was curious. I was just yeah. in a Batman at that time. You're over here buying properties. Right. Well, and I wanted to be so much like my dad. You know, like he really inspired me and the entrepreneur that he is really, really inspired me. So um, I think that's where I get my drive and my push from. And so ever since then I just started buying 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 and then selling and then you know it's kind of pointless for me to use a realtor if I've already done it a couple of times you know so. absolutely absolutely mm -hmm. I understand you've been closing deals as early as yesterday what yes. advice would you give to agents who are losing deals right now due to COVID-19 uh, buyers and sellers alike and how do you convince your buyers to hang in there and follow through with the purchase and what would you tell your sellers also how is this affecting your business oh wow um okay so i won't lie and say it's been all rainbows over here um i have lost one contract one one listing that i had under contract um the the buyers lost their job and it you know that's what's happening right now uh sadly but um, I did lose two buyers. One had lost their job, and the other, um, they were already kind of, they weren't very confident in the buying aspect. I think they felt more pressure from their family that they needed to buy. So once this COVID-19 came out, um, it made him say, see you later. <laughs> so, um, and then I did lose two sellers because obviously when you're selling your home, you don't want people walking in your home. You don't know where they've been traveling or if they're sick or, you know, anything like that, which I totally understand. Right. And the two sellers did say that they would list again once everything was figured out. Um, but the, I guess the biggest, um, you would just tell the agents to hang in there, or I mean, technically, yeah. so I mean, jobs will come back around. Right. Um, we've got the SBA um, loans going out and government assistance, and right. at, at some point, you know, you got to assume that those so most the majority of the buyers still want to buy. They'll, they'll once things sort themselves out, they'll come back around. Right. Um, so you maybe you didn't lose and you didn't lose the sellers, but maybe you didn't right. lose the buyers. So maybe it's encouraging. 
Right. Yeah. So even though, you know, that sounds like a lot of negative, I, I really do have like a positive outlook on it because it is really important, the safety of our clients and, you know, making sure they feel comfortable. And if they don't feel comfortable, there's no reason to push anything on them. Right. Um, so that was a big thing of mine is um, my houses that are empty. I've been doing the virtu- a couple of virtual tours on them, posting that and kind of marketing that way because you know if they're empty then they're not sitting there trying to quarantine (laughs) so quick question would you consider like a virtual tour almost the same thing as a virtual open house that i had a question i had a uh an associate ask me almost the same question and i guess so because an open house you would have people just coming in and out so if you did a virtual open house and a virtual you know, it would basically be the same thing as a virtual right. showing, right? Unless maybe you did it, you know, maybe went on Facebook Live and then you did the open house that way so that if there were any questions or somebody wanted to see something again, kind of like them being at the open house, I, I think maybe that would only be the difference okay. is okay, doing yeah. something like that. All right. Okay. Well, I got another zinger for you. We know you got the ki- <laughs> We know you're stuck at home with the kiddos. So, oh, yes. uh, um, what tips would you give moms out there that are also full-time agents but now have to homeschool their kids and juggle deals? Um, that's a good question because being a mom is hard, and then being a mom that works is hard. But this level <laughs> of being a stay-at-home mom and working from home is been. Um, I'm going to nicely say stressful. So um, it's, you know, it is fun. I love my kids. I love spending time with them. Um, Yes, it's not all rainbows while we're trying to do this e-learning. But I understand that everybody's going through this. You know, you're not the only one doing it. Um, It's just this period in time. And you never know, you know, next year if we're working, um, and the, the kids are in school, we, we will probably miss this stage, you know, because you can't go home and make the messy peanut butter and jelly sandwich, you know, like it, there's a lot of positivity in this, even though I do sometimes need to go hide in the closet for a couple minutes, <laughs> but, but it is um, bringing families closer together. It is, it is bringing families closer together. And I love that because I'm a huge family person. And, um, I love when I look out my window and I see the families, you know, walking or, you know, just biking, just trying to get their energy out of their kids that have been cooped up. Um, I totally understand that. And, um, just juggling it, juggling the deals and juggling the homeschooling definitely, um, has given me a whole new respect for teachers and homeschool moms. And um, the the one thing, like one advice that I would give my old, I have two children. My oldest is very um, schedule oriented. She needs to know what's happening at every hour of the day. And she gets that from me because you definitely, I definitely have to block schedule everything. So like this was block scheduled. Uh, my drive time I have scheduled in there. I have everything scheduled so that I know exactly how to be um, the most productive during that day. Because yes, we have 24 hours. Yes, we only have like 12 to eight, eight to 12 hours of actually working time. Plus you have to take out time for lunch. So you really, if you think about it, you don't have that much working time. Um, so the um, some of my like, some of my greatest accomplishments is getting most of the stuff done as long as I block schedule. And so I've done the block scheduling for myself and then I've also done block scheduling for the kids' work. Um, and the last the last two weeks have been stressful, but as long as the work's getting done, like you can't be hard on yourself. You have to, you know, you can't be hard on them. You have can't be hard on yourself. You just have to... Um, we kind of have to just suck it up right now. Yeah. When, you know? There's when, nothing we can do. Yeah. When, when, yeah. We, um, when you say block schedule, do you, use an, do you use an app for that do you, or you just use the calendar? Or? I just use my calendar on my phone, but I call it block because I literally like take out, you know, an hour of time and I say, okay, it's going to take me 15 minutes to get there. I'm going to be in this meeting for 30 minutes and this is going to be 15 minutes to drive back. Um, in my normal world, you know, where everything, the kids were in school. A little more um, flexibility. Yeah, it was, 
you get so much done when you do that. Right. If not, you see me laying in bed, drinking my coffee and playing on Instagram, you know, instead of getting all of your stuff done. Right. So it's definitely beneficial, especially for me and my type of people. Like we, we have to know what's going on. And it's nice too, because my husband, he knows like everything is scheduled. So if he wants to schedule something, he just says, Hey, I have this schedule. I'm like, Oh, okay, great. And I put it in my, in my calendar, you know? And so I'm like, I already know that he's not going to be there or we're doing this with him or it makes the family flow a lot better. Um, and so, yeah, I'm really thankful for my super supportive husband and family because literally this jugging, juggling all of this would be a nightmare, you know, without them. Right. That's awesome. Sounds very organized, which is very important this time. So y- you have over 10 listings, safe to say. Um, how did you acquire those? And also, what advice would you give to agents that are looking to be more of a listing agent instead of a buyer's agent? Um, that's a really good question because, um, so first things, I'm going to kind of go off track real quick. First things, first thing in the morning, I kind of give that time to God and I'm super, um, I love relationships. So like relationship with God, relationship with your family, your friends. Um, I'm a hugger. So this whole, um, (laughs) coronavirus is really putting a damper on things right now. It's hurting the huggers for Uh, sure. Oh yeah. I know the first thing when I actually, when I came in here, I I wanted to hug you. You were expecting a hug from me, right? I'm like, man, disrespectful to people. If I don't (laughs) shake their hands, it's like, (laughs) it's crazy. It's the world we live in right now. I'm definitely a hugger. So it's very, um, the air hugs just aren't doing it for me right now, but anyway, it's fine. So, um, anyway, I want, my point is, is that first thing in the morning, like I meditate or give that to God or prayer time, you know, whatever, whatever you do. But then after that, you have to think about it. It's a lot about relationships. And so the advice I would give to agents is just reach out with relationships. You don't have to, um, you don't have to be best friends with everyone, but it is good to not only like post things on Facebook, but also look at other people's, you know, stuff on Facebook, see what they're going through. You know, if their kid's sick, reach out to them or, you know, there's a lot of times where I'll just be driving and I randomly think of someone and I'll send them a text. Hey, just thinking about you. Hope you're doing well. Stay safe. If you need toilet paper, let me know, you know, cause that's like the hot commodity right, right. now. And so, and it's not me saying, Hey, you want to buy a house or Hey, you want to sell your house? It's not that at all. It's just, I genuinely love people. And I think because of that, I have made relationships and friendships that I know if I needed something, I could call them at any moment. So back to the question, the advice I would give um, agents looking to be, you know, a listing agent would be, yes, make those relationships. People are going to see your posts on Facebook. They're going to, or your Instagram, whatever you post on. And, um, they're going to see that you're a realtor. And if they feel comfortable with you, if they feel that relationship with you, they're going to contact you when they're ready. You don't have to, you don't have to reach out to them or, you know, send them things, blow up their, um, DMS because you want them to buy something. Um, and then, a lot of my listing listings have all been word of mouth. You know, I you know had buyers and I took their testimonial that they put on you know Zillow and I posted it and I said how proud I am of my buyers, not just how proud I am of myself because it really doesn't come down to me. It comes down to the buyers. The buyers then word of mouth to somebody. That, oh my my realtor found me this house this fast. Blah blah blah. blah then it moves on to the sellers. So I love sellers and buyers. I love both of them equally. Um, Buyers, I feel more of a reward with because, you know, we are finding that perfect match for them. But at the same time with listings and sellers, again, we're finding that perfect buyer for them and that perfect match. And I believe if you set goals and just believe in yourself, then the listings will come as long also the buyers will too as long as you keep pushing yourself and um set high goals you know like don't 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 set these little goals set high ones and then if you fail you try again hey uh, i i just want to not to cut you off rick Uh on the next question but i I wanted to ask you jess um the other day you brought up something very powerful for our team which um i'd like to uh, offer that out there for other agents who may not know this but the zillow even though we 
that sometimes that's uh, nails on the chalkboard for us. Right. The, the, <laughs> what was that you were telling us about the profile and how, how free it is to... So a lot of realtors don't realize that you can actually have a Zillow page. Um, you don't have to pay for anything. You put your picture up. You can have your clients. Um, you can have your clients give reviews for you. And it, and on there, a lot of people don't realize either. If like if I searched myself, it would pop up all my sales. It would pop up my listings that I have, what I have sold. Um, and it's it really is a great platform yes realtors uh, we have a lot of realtors that don't want to pay for the advertising for zillow which i totally understand i've never paid for a zillow um lead at all and uh, i'm not big on that either like paying for leads but at the same time if they're giving it to us for free and i have a listing on there my phone number will be on there so that the person that sees it oh this my realtor can't show it well, let me see if this listing agent can and i'll show you the house like we're we're a team let's get this sold i'm right. trying to sell it for my sellers and then also you know if it's the perfect match for you let's get it done let's write this contract awesome awesome <clears throat> yeah so last couple of weeks you've um i've been following your social media and you've been going under contract and having multiple under contracts and multiple closings so how are you staying successful through the whole coronavirus pandemic well, a lot of the contracts that I've been closing in the last week are all from 30 to 45 days ago. Yeah. And so, are and any of your buyers or sellers freaking out, calling you, saying, what do we do? Should we? Yes, I have had um, a couple call and, you know, kind of freak out over it. But honestly, it's such an unknown. And I think that's why people are freaking out is because like we don't we don't know. We don't, a lot of realtors, I have a lot of friends that are, that have their realtor, their real estate license, and a lot of them are saying how they're not going to renew because they don't know what's going to happen. But what's beautiful about not knowing is you don't know. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to sound like a scholar, but we really don't know. A lot of people are saying, oh, if the market crashes, well, what if the market doesn't crash? Right. What if your, you know, $300,000 house is now 450 Right. after this yeah because everybody's going to be buying everybody needs a house everybody needs to be selling you know every there you don't know if somebody got a better job out of state and they need to sell their house asap right. you know like they're i've what i've told a lot of my buyers and what i've recently seen is they're they're amazing deals right now and if if we can get those deals for my buyers, then by all means, let's do it. Right. And the same with my sellers. Like if you, if you need to sell and if you're in a pinch, let's lower, lower the, price, the price, see what happens. Mm -hmm. Or even leave the price and we're just going to keep pushing it. As long as it's empty, we'll show it. So right, <laughs> right yep. now. Absolutely. So, so I have, I have another question that leads back to how you got all these listings and mm -hmm. it, it kind of relates to it. Um, do you do any farming in neighborhoods or expired mail outs? I actually don't, and um, I have a close group of girlfriends that are realtors. Um, we've all become friends because we are realtors, and you know we do work closely with each other. Um, just because it is Naples, and you know if you have a listing, and we try to push each other's listings and stuff, and we're very helpful to each other. I have one of them that does the mail outs a lot, and she's really successful with it. My take on it is what I do. So when I get home, normally from work, I'll get home. I go to the mailbox. I pull out the mail. I go straight to the garbage can. I go bill, bill, commission check. Oh, realtor trying to sell trash. Um, you know, trying to buy a, a refrigerator, trash, pavers, trash. Like anything that's not of importance I throw away right there because I don't want to bring it into my house if I don't have to right because everybody loves their little pile of mail that's all clutter nobody loves that I was totally being sarcastic I'm Actually, sorry kind of funny thing I, I do have a pile of mail cluttered and I will let it everyone sit there for, does for two weeks and then all of a sudden I'll say hey maybe there's a coupon in there for me right <laughs> <I get laughs> there's it. not because you threw it away before you brought it in the or, house or it's expired after <laughs> exactly. it's been sitting there yeah, and I'm like oh yes. man two days expired I could have used this Burger King coupon right exactly <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so I I don't feel like I should spend my money on sending mail outs um 
and I, I don't know. It's just because it brings me back to, well, I throw it away the second, like the, I'm literally throwing a dollar away of Mm -hmm. that mail out or that, you know, the farming that they do. Right. That's what I do to my emails. Every time I see a (laughs) real estate (laughs) email, (laughs) delete. Yep. All right. Hey, talk to us about some of your negotiate, uh, negotiation tactics and what enabled you to get more deals done. So a lot of people think that negotiations are, um, this is my way or the highway. You either agree with me or, or you don't. You know, we're, we're either getting the, the contract done because you agree with me or I'll take my buyer somewhere else. A lot of negotiations are, um, so the definition of negotiations is a discussion reaching an agreement. That is all that negotiations mean. So with that being said, I'm a super, I'm a very independent person, but at the same time, I love being a team player. And I know that really doesn't make sense, but just follow me for a second. I love being independent in the fact of getting the job done, finishing it out, closing it up. Your, your clients are happy. You know, you get that satisfaction of helping and um, especially like first time home buyers, they don't realize how how simple it was to become a first-time home buyer. And um, I have a lot of clients that are like, if I knew it was that easy, I would have done it years ago. But anyway, so the reason I'm saying that I'm an independent and I'm a team player, I'm a team player in the fact that I like to research the properties and then I go to my clients, I say, you know, this is what I found out about the property, this is how much I think it's worth, this is how much the comps are coming back for, and then I'll actually call the realtor before I make, uh, write out the contract, and I kind of feel them out and just kind of talk to them about, you know, where did you get your comps from, and I'm not saying it in a mean or negative way, I'm saying it in the fact, like, please educate me, because I want to know if there's a comp that, if there's a comp that I'm not seeing and I need to see, because um, you know, this is a team, even though they have the seller or the buyer and I have the opposite, um, we are a team. We're trying to get this done for our clients. And so, um, with my negotiation tactics, I think really working together is huge, super huge. Awesome. So what can agents, especially newer agents do, uh, to, to stay encouraged and active during this uh, stay-at-home order? Oh, that's good. Um, so I would have to say market a ton, like market, market, market. Um, and then I – so I think because I have such a love for people and I sincerely love helping them, um, I – posting about that American dream because right now there's so much negative with the corona like posting the positive the American dream first time home buyer um, that kind of thing but at the same time um, talk a lot about your business without selling your business if that makes any sense for instance like when we first came on here I said how proud I am of you starting uh, DOC and me watching you it start from an idea all the way until what it is today um i sold your business without selling your business you get what i'm saying yes. so like in that aspect like you can post corona virus stuck at home with my family or you can post it's amazing how like post a picture of your family working and say it's amazing how my family and I get to work at the dining room table together. My kids are working on their schoolwork. I'm working on my real estate work. I'm so thankful for this time together because truly and honestly, I am thankful for this time together. But at the same time, you're selling your business without saying, hey, buy this house I just listed. Right. You know, So yeah. selling your biz without selling your biz would be one of my advice for new agents. And then also, um, when you do have your first couple of listings, or first couple of uh, contracts closed, um, what I like to do is I wait a couple days because you know they're going to be moving, but then I also, I send them, hey, could you write me a review on my Facebook page? Or, hey, could you write me a review on my Zillow? And I'll even have the link for them for my Facebook page where you you just click on it and it takes you right straight to reviews. And, um, And then the same with like Zillow because that page is free to have you don't have to advertise through it so I have them write a review on there and a lot of times it doesn't get done they're busy moving 
they've got their kids, you know, life happens. And it's not that they don't want to, it's the fact that it it just gets away from them. And, you know, I'm not upset. I get it. But at the same time, the ones that you do get, um, if you, you can just take a screenshot with your phone, throw it on your Instagram or your Facebook or whatever platform you're using. And then, um, and people see that and that's another way to sell your business without selling your business. So great um, advice. Yeah, everybody loves a good success story. So kind of to, to piggyback off that, how do you market on social media from one platform like Facebook to another like Instagram? Because they, they essentially are, are two different types of social media. Right. Well, I, so my, I have my Facebook and my Instagram linked. So a lot of the things that I put on my Instagram, you know, links straight to my Facebook. Um, but what I have noticed is the older generation, and I don't want to say old because they're not old. They're just an older, um, my older clients, a lot of them I've gotten off of Facebook. And then I do have a lot of my younger generation clients um, on Instagram. So I feel a lot of it, you do have to, you know, kind of tweak for the younger and then the older. But other than that, like it's pretty much the same because I do have them linked, but I do tweak them because of the, the age difference. So gotcha. we kind of went over this a little bit earlier, um, you know, with the respect to virtual open houses. So do you do virtual open houses? Um, if so, have you had any success from them? Yes, I have. I do have, um, I do market a lot in, well, before the craziness of Corona-19. I did do a lot of marketing in uh, Michigan, Illinois, and New York because all of them seem to love it down here. And so I um, I would market a lot in those those states. I do have clients that call me that want, hey, I want to see a house. I want to move down by August so my kids can get in school. And so they'll um, ask me to send them videos of the house or, you know, I'll FaceTime them. I'll go through the house, show it to them. I have had success in this. Um, We actually, pretty good success, actually. I did just close on a house last Friday that they still haven't even seen it. Wow. So, which is really crazy when you think about it, but it really is a beautiful home. The inspections came back great. He seems super happy with it. I even, you know, with the virtual, virtual uh, houses, I also do the videos of the neighborhood and outside of the neighborhood. You know, like, is there a gas station? Is there, you know, where's the closest school if they have kids? And I actually drive and do the video. And a lot of them are like, wow, I didn't even think to, you know, what high school would my kids go to and like actually see it without even being in Naples. That one, really good idea. that one that closed last Friday, by, mm-hmm. uh, were they a cash buyer? Or no. It wasn't an investment property. No, it that wasn't. Was, oh, that's it wasn't. They're coming to retire down here. Amazing. She is finishing up her uh, teaching career. And, and now cool. that it's virtual, it kind of actually works out. I think they're going to retire a little sooner and come down sooner than they had planned. But they weren't planning on actually moving down here till August. But we found this amazing deal on this house. And it worked out. Everything went smooth and where do they live currently right now right now they live in orlando okay mm-hmm. awesome very cool i like that idea too of driving to the school and and shopping centers like that and showing yeah. them that that's an awesome it idea. is and then you can i kind of even just take a picture of um like google maps or i show them like and then i put like circles this is the school the red circle is the shopping center and then the purple circle is where you're houses just so that it can kind of see before they even get down here where everything is that's how you go above and beyond Mm -hmm. absolutely so what do you do different to stand out from other agents I think she just said it Um, (laughs) let's think I have a lot of ideas so I what runs through your head that says you know I want to stand out from other agents you don't want to know what runs through my head I don't want (laughs) I don't want to know the bad things. Um, no, no, no. They're all good. They're good, all good. good. All good, happy thoughts. No, a lot. It's funny because I always, I love thinking and looking for fun ideas. I'm really, sorry, real quick. My hair was messing up on my um, headphones. Um, so I love looking for fun ideas. And actually, a lot of time because of my medical issues that I mentioned earlier, 
uh, there's a lot of times that I can't sleep. So, you know, I'll be awake until two o'clock in the morning, just laying in bed, looking at the ceiling. And so to be productive, what I do is I just sit there and I try to think of fun marketing ideas. And a lot of time I've noticed that my head goes to helping people. So for instance, um, I did, I know you guys commented on my Starbucks gift card idea that I do. And what I do is I just fill a gift card of, you know, like $150, $200. And, and it's super easy. And I leave the link and I put it on my Instagram and I say, hey guys, good morning. Um, thank you for following me. I love the support. I love the interaction from everybody that writes on my pages. And I just tell them like, enjoy a cup of coffee on me. Enjoy breakfast on me. And it makes it different. It stands out. And then I have people post a picture of themselves with their Starbucks and um, it it really, you know, and then they tag me in it and then be like, oh, she got a free coffee from Jess Morris and they click on it. They go to my page. They like my page. They have the link also. They go get coffee. So it it's really fun. It's me giving to the community and also getting followers, but it's much more than just getting more followers. It is, you know, I... If you got a free coffee, your day's going great. You right. know, like that's first thing in the morning. I'm not going to lie. I got one of those free coffees. Thank yeah. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. I was actually in the middle of doing another Starbucks gift card and this whole thing happened. I'm like, well, I don't want people coming out of their house to go get Starbucks. So I'm going to have to think of something much more creative. You know, Uber Eats maybe. Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to see. But Bite Squad. Right? Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out. We're, we're smart we're smart creatures. We'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah that's, we a, will. That's, that's, that's the thing, you know, being stuck at home, uh, you know, there's, there's going to be a lot of innovation and, and creativity that kind of inspires us because we'll be outside of our normal realm. Right. And when I'm not sleeping, I'll just sit there and think of all the different things we can do and, you know, keep it going. All right. Um, through DOC, we've been able to cover over 12 open houses and millions worth of listings. How do you feel about the um, that's uh, your listings, to be precise. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about the Doors Open Connect opportunity and our platform trying to network and bring agents from different agencies together in collaboration? Oh, um, let's think. Wait, it's only been 12? I feel like you guys have done so much more than that for me. There, well, we had a bunch of, uh, that were scheduled, and then we, we had to cancel them. Um, we might have done more before, but before we started keeping track. Oh, those, those okay, because yeah, I was like, I'm pretty sure you've done more than 12 for me, and yeah, it's been amazing, yeah. so yeah. thank you for that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, again, with my whole teamwork thing, you know, it – I love Doors Open Connect just because the it does bring agents together. And yes, we all are agents. We There are a lot of agents out there. And I have worked multiple times with the same agent on different listings or contracts. And I've noticed that if the agents work together you know the teamwork we're getting we're all working for the same goal right. you know we all want our clients happy um that really i love that about doc because it does bring different agencies together even though we're not on you know we're not in the same brokerage so yeah i love it and thank you guys so much yeah, uh, that's that's good to hear. I mean, yeah, we, we probably did well. We, we've done more than 12. Well, for you. And then uh, that was specifically. Um, <laughs> but we've done Thanks a lot guys. in, two, in uh, two and a half months before all this stuff yeah. started kicking yeah. off. Um, what features uh, would you like to see us implement or, you know, ideas that you might have um, to add to the app? The app is really good. So this is going to be a hard one. Um, Let's think to add to the app. Maybe like, I guess we can, maybe the virtual open houses or. Yeah, we've been talking about that. So maybe something. Yeah. I just, I just feel like that would be a feature that, you know, you can, you Facebook live, Ooh, you, you know Instagram be, live. You know, what would be good is maybe um, having some way to get uh, people that are interested in buying that house, maybe like an easier way to get their info because a lot of people that come to open houses don't like leaving their info. Right. So if maybe there was some way to um, connect the phones with the info type of 
thing. I don't. I'm going far left field. Hey, nothing's so, impossible. Nothing's you know, impossible. Like, there's well, gotta well, be. You got the wheels turning to Sean's head. I'm gonna start an app. I'm gonna start an app. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that, that means they're gonna have to digitally touch something and sign something, which uh, this you, is gonna change everything. You You'll need a, a retinal scanner. Well, remember that app that you would like, uh, like back in the day. Well, I should. I don't think it was an app. I think it was just something iPhone. You like tapped the iPhones together and your info. Like yeah. switched, maybe something like bring something back like that, D. Yeah, that. Yeah, he's. It, I see the wheels turning in his <laughs> the head. The smoke is coming out of his ears. <laughs> anyway, we we got a we've got a long way. We got to bounce back ourselves here and get more information out about DOC, letting people know. I know open houses is our foundation, um, but there's so much more that uh, agents can do to help each other out in this time, as I had mentioned. Um, but uh, Jess, thank you so much. Go ahead and plug your business. Where can you? Where can people follow you? And how can people reach out and contact you? Should they have any questions or or uh, need any more? You information? Need to have your house sold. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, no, if you guys just want to DM me on Instagram or Facebook, uh, it's Jess Morris Realtor. Uh, Jess underscore Morris Realtor, and um, you can just reach me there, and um, or my cell, which is two three nine. Five nine five one three zero five, and I'd love to meet you, talk, or even follow you back. Awesome. Bum 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 bum. <laughs> All right, we got who wants to be a millionaire with Deshaun, <laughs> aka the email questions. Oh jeez. Um, I, I I sometimes I have a little too much fun with this, but again, guys, these are questions that have come in through the doors open connect at Gmail, and they're your questions. And what we're doing is we're answering them to the best of our ability. I picked three that I saw come in on the week, and I hit Deshaun with them. Um, so first question and just please feel free to chime in if, if you want to add on to anything. Okay, great. So first question with open houses on pause, how can agents still use the app? I know you answered this um, through the podcast, but just, just real quick, let them know what other uses they can use the app for, not just open houses. Um, you can, you know, same, same thing, you know, uh, it's free. It's easy to uh, download. It's quick to use. You can post a job, take a job. So for busy agents that are stuck at home, as I might've suggested, um, uh, or for agents similar to Jess, because I know Jess likes to spend her weekends with her family. Uh, family time is very, Im very important to her. I know she's getting a seven days a week now, but <laughs> pre pre previously she wanted her Saturdays and Sundays uh, freed up um, and to to enjoy her time with her for with her family. Uh, so she she has no problem. Um, she's selfless when she's looking for help from other agents to sit her open houses. Mm -hmm. If you need. Um, help with an inspection, you need help with an uh, appraisal, showings, showings, you need somebody to go out and do something for you, you picking can, up your signs, picking up your signs, opening a door, general contract, you need something moved around, um, simple house things, um, you can do that um, through the app. So, uh, there, you know, there's accountability features in there. Don't forget, you could put your terms and, and conditions in there. So the agent, you know, before they before they can request the opportunity, um, if you want to pay them through the app, you you can. Um, do that, offer an incentive or a referral um, to do that. Um, but you can also make sure that they agree to your terms and conditions before you um, accept their request to, to host that event or, or take that job from you. So plenty of ways you can help each other out. We even put a miscellaneous feature in there uh, for agents to, to uh, type in whatever they need done. Um, I'll definitely be calling you all up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we need that. Awesome. Good, good answer there. So question number two. As a new agent, what's the best way to work my sphere of influence? Work in the sphere of influence. The best way to do that would be obviously um, contacting the people that you know, uh, people that you're friends with, um, family members, cousins, uncles. For I mean, the, chime in here, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> um, kind of like what we said before, you know, your your net worth is your network so just making those relationships and making sure that you know you you network 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 virtually obviously right now but um just keep just keep selling your biz without selling your biz like that that's yeah. a big thing you know and with networking you you do make those relationships and the, you don't know what kind of friends you're going to make out of this not only clients but also you know actual real friendship and relationships yeah my first uh to chime in real quick on that my first few deals were just because i reached out to my friends and i said hey y'all i'm realtor now um however i can help you guys out let me know and my first uh five deals were three friends 
um, that bought houses and two of them also sold their houses. So that's awesome. Yeah, that was just reaching out to, to people in my network and letting them know, hey, I'm here to help you out. And, you know, just a funny, funny thing just happened to me. Actually, yesterday I had a friend of mine um, who basically um, they reached out to me about, you know, possibly getting pre-approved to buy to buy a home. Well, she said that her coworkers um, had told her that she should just get the condo that she's living in now. And I said, uh, you know, that friendly suggestions. They were they were trying to be uh, friendly, um, but they. Uh, I told her, I'm like, you know, I wouldn't. You wouldn't take your kids, or you wouldn't take your friend your friend's advice if if they're not doctors. You wouldn't take them. Um, Right, so they wouldn't, you know, like you wouldn't take them if they were a doctor if you, your kids are sick. You, you wouldn't take, you, you would take your friend's opinions based upon, you know, how important it is. So, it, for example, in real estate, you're a professional, right? You know the area, you're a market specialist, you've been taught, you've been licensed, you've been trained. Um, so I, you would, you'd want to reach out to a professional in that particular industry before just taking somebody's yeah if i'm going to a dentist i'm going to an actual dentist not you don't want to come to me (laughs) (laughs) well uh, maybe maybe i've already lost all my baby teeth oh yeah okay Um, that's all i specialize in (laughs) (laughs) all right so the third question what do you think the future of open houses will look like after the stay-at-home order is lifted well it's i think life in general for a while is going to change um but i think people will be antsy enough they'll want to get out of the house um they'll want to get back to the life at some point um and like i said the sba loans and the things that will start to kick back in um hopefully you know open houses are going to go back to the way they were it'll just be a little bit more cautious um hopefully now that everybody's a little bit more aware with all about hygiene and watching their hands keeping their distances and and things of that nature um it'll bounce back i mean We've had all the success through open houses. There's no better way than to shake somebody's hand, follow up with them, you know, um, put them into KV, systems like KV Core, you know, put them on a drip campaign. There's, there's nothing better than, than connecting with somebody, building rapport through an open house and, and, and feeling that house out, knowing uh, the ins and outs of that home in particular. Um, I love doing open houses. I'm telling you guys, I'm itching to do an open house right now. And this whole open house shutdown thing is – is bothering me because I love doing open houses. I'm, <laughs> I want to do one right now, but I can't. <laughs> so do we. So do we. All right. That's all the time and questions we have for today. Deshaun, go ahead and close it up. All right. Please contact us at doorsopenconnect at gmail.com. DM us with any questions or have any feedback or if you have any feedback, and we'll get to them in the next week's episode. Follow and like us on social media at Doors Open Connect, Facebook page at Doors Open Connect, LLC, LinkedIn, uh, Deshaun Robinson, and TikTok. We did do a TikTok account at Doors Open Uh-oh. Connect. I know. We're in trouble now. <laughs> that's, a, that's our fun account. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you again, Jess, very much for stopping oh, by and taking you. the time out of your busy schedule to provide us the value, the valuable insight and feedback. Um, and as always, thank you very much, Jared and Joe of Divine Digital, for allowing us to record here again. Hey, if you guys have an exciting app idea, Jess, you mentioned one earlier. Oh, yeah. These are the folks <laughs> to come and see. If you, you know, you're sitting at home and you've got the creativity working, you had a business idea, an app idea, now's the time to get with these guys and consult with them. Um, you can follow them at Divine Digital Agency. Um, if you're not sure, you're not sure how to get started, give them a call. Uh, come in and meet them in person. They're still open. Um, keeping everything clean, of course. We definitely are wiping down this office uh, and the microphones every time we come in and, and leave. Um, anyway, Jared and Joe, you want to check them out, Divine Digital. Uh, big shout out and thank you to all of our listeners, supporters, and until next time, we'll keep the doors open so your deal stay closing. I'm Deshaun Robinson. This is my co-host, Rick Haas, and until next time, DOC signing out.